we're back on the rule of three. Two comics, three topics, ten minutes each, two continents, no politics, the perfect podcast for your modern lifestyle. Uh, uh, I'm your host, Tim Slegel, and uh, as always on the other end, coming in from Germany, uh, Mr. Bet Washburn. Hi, I'm coming all the way in from Germany, hopefully. We'll see. I hope yeah. it keeps working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We will see. Uh, later in the show, we're going to be talking about uh, uh, an economics uh, article that uh, quite interesting, interesting uh, about how the rich have to show off. Uh, yeah. Also later in the show, there's a, a, a tragic incident uh, occurred after a man tried to kill a fly. Yeah. And, uh, it is tragic. Yeah. But uh, here's uh, here's here's my little tale of woe. Here's here's my tragedy. I uh, here we go. I I've been trying to get my dog to go swimming because I think dog. Okay, this right out of the gate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is uh, I don't know what kind of weird thing you're planning where you need your dog to swim. Uh, I think dogs <laughs> should swim. I think I think dogs I think dogs should like water. That's uh what kind of wonky spy mission with <laughs> bomb vest. What are you doing? Okay, anyway, you're right. You're right. I did, I I'm getting in the way of this. No, Talk no, no that's swim. okay. Oh no, that's okay. I don't know if it's a 10 if we have 10 minutes on this anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> teaching so, a dog to swim. It seems the dog like to it should swim. be pretty easy, but I'm curious yeah. to see what went wrong. Well, uh, 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 my mom has uh, as a as a lake house, and we were uh, um, come here every summer for a week. And uh, uh, last year we came and uh, tried to get him in the water; would not come. Would not. Uh, he'd drink it. He'd like to. He liked the taste of lake water. Well, uh, did not want to go in uh, beyond his snout. That was it. Uh, the only thing that got wet was his snout. And but, uh, so he wouldn't even put his paws in. Nope. Is it no. a cat, Tim? Are you sure this isn't a cat? Because <laughs> that's common. That's weird. Not even a paw. Not even go a, in. Not even a paw. So uh, uh, what I in the in the meantime in the in the years since we were here last year, I learned that he really enjoys toy drones. To the uh, point this where is strange. Oh, he <laughs> loves the toy drones. He uh, he actually. <laughs> If, if he's, like, hiding and he doesn't want to come somewhere, like we want to get him in the car to go to the vet or something, all I have to yeah. do is uh, turn on the drone remote, and it makes a little beep, beep, and he knows that beep is the does. drone. Re- he goes nuts. He comes running from wherever he is, comes running. <laughs> it's like, oh, boy, you're going to play with the drone again, aren't you? And uh, he just, uh, it, it just, he, he just delighted. He, 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 he barks, and he, he jumps in the air and tries to grab it. And uh, <laughs> I does he ever get it? Because um, that's, that's oh yeah, expensive. He's, yeah, oh he's got. Well, no, they're you can get the toy drones for like twenty, thirty oh. bucks. Yeah, the, the toy so drones. It's a are relatively real expensive game of fetch. Yeah, is. yeah, essentially. Uh, but meanwhile, my dog must have heard what you're saying because he just came in. Did you hear his <laughs> claws that, on beep, the beep. wood? He just came in, walked over. Yeah. Okay, Cooper, stop. Stop. Yeah, we're not right. playing okay. with the drone yet. We're not playing yeah. with the so so he uh, uh and he'll 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 run you know go all the way across the yard far more energy doing that and it's you know no energy for me I just have to move my fingers 
and uh, he'd make them run back and forth across. The <laughs> real easy way to exercise the dog, let me tell you. <laughs> well, you just sit here and just uh, like a complete opposite, like your one finger. Uh-huh. Oh, that's good. But he started, uh, uh, there, was, uh, there was one time where the drone was a little high, and he actually leapt up on top of a lawn chair. Like a like a like a like like stairs, like you know, one on the seat, two on the back, yeah. and then up on the up in the air from there. And got the drone. Uh, yeah, actually did. And uh, I said he's going to hurt himself, so I mm. I uh, I stopped it. You know, because those blades are spinning too, and he he like snaps onto it with these, <laughs> with these <laughs> virtual uh, uh, chainsaws, four chainsaws going off around trying to grab the middle. Um, yeah. So I, I stopped. Hurt. I stopped doing it, but uh, in in my mind, I thought, what a great way to get the dog in the water. Yeah. Is what I'll do is I'll just uh, take a drone down to the beach, and. Uh, Put it in the air and then just fly it out over the water over and the see. Water and he'll he'll chase it. Oh, Did way. it work? Well, I, I I got myself an aqua drone. What? Because I figured. Di- does well, it go do, into the water? Well, the the idea is, yeah, it's supposed to. Yeah, it's waterproofed. So oh. I figured, uh, <clears throat> yeah. So I figured that way, you know, if it if it if it crashes, uh, I can it can be retrieved and it's not. Uh, Sixty bucks I spent for this one. Yeah, that's a little bit more. A little bit You're more. You pay fetch with an aqua drone. What, uh, what it, happened? Uh, I want to know. Cost more. about a dollar a second. <laughs> 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 so it got him in the water. It got uh, him in there. Almost got him. It got his feet in. It. It. He. He actually did get his feet in. I. I, I lifted up with it, and. Uh, 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 Got a got a little bit got it up about uh, about ten feet in the air and he started yipping and jumping at it and I moved it out over the lake and he he went out to the lake just uh, just a little mm-hmm. bit just got his ankles wet and then a breeze caught it and it went high <laughs> it oh. went really really high uh, to the point where I could barely see it and I'm frantically yanking on the levers trying to get it to come back. <laughs> And uh, at at that point, I can't tell. I can't tell whether it's moving forward or backward, whether it's coming towards me or away from me. And uh, it gets about to the center of the lake and uh, loses the Wi-Fi connection. And does it keep going at that point or does it shut off? It plummeted. It just, it It just. just, You sank it in the lake. (laughs) Now, there's supposed to be, there's supposed to be a, a come home button on the remote. That if uh, that if something happens, you can push it and it will return to you automatically. But it saw the dog, obviously, and said, "I'm not. No, I'm not going back to that." Well, I know no, what it, you have no. It was stupid, prideful Tim. Uh, I didn't. I said, "Ah, should I read the instructions before I go out there and and familiar self, familiarize myself with the buttons?" No, no. no. You, you just thought you'd do it on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> so to speak. Well, well, and well I know this. One, I know this one's up, down. I know this one's forward, backward. Uh, so that's so that I figured that's all I needed to know. But uh, it uh, nah. it plummeted. It hit the water. And here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, in case anyone else is thinking of trying this, it, you would think an aqua drone would float. Yeah. 
No, no, it just sank. It just sank. It sank. It just to the just yep. sank. It just yeah. It by the it. by the time we got out there with the boat, well, there was no. It's no, probably no. waterproof under the water, Tim. <laughs> it doesn't mean it can float. It's a submarine aqua drone. It's down underneath. The, how deep's the lake? Are you gonna go get it? Uh, the spot where it went. The spot I was told. The spot where it went down. Well, about ninety feet. I mean, I mean, well, if it would have been really closer, if it would have been closer to the shore, you could see the bottom. And it's a pretty clear uh, lake. And well, uh, you really have some training to do now. That dog has to learn how to dive. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to play fetch with this, ultimately, I don't understand teaching a dog this way. I only, I never would have thought I'll use a drone to teach my dog to swim. I would have held the dog, walked to the end of the dock, threw it in the lake. I don't know. Is that wrong? Is that the wrong thing to do? I don't don't know. Maybe put a little doggy swim vest on it. You know how they have those little wings that little kids wear? Uh About how big's the dog? Your dog's like a part terrier. Yeah, he's about 45 pounds. He's he's good-sized. Yeah, you get a couple little doggy wings or a child's uh, (laughs) ski vest. You've seen those little water skiing vests. You just strap that on the dog and you throw it in the lake. And I think that's... Is that I, maybe I'm wrong that way? It seemed to me though this way it would be associated with a with fun. It, it seems uh-huh. that your way any any other time he seems sees the little doggy swim uh, the the swim yeah. things is going to hide. And then well, but, and then I'm going to have to uh, get the drone remote to get it out from underneath the bed anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, <laughs> well, what if you? I'm just thinking outside the box. What sure. if you got an inflatable pool full of gravy and threw him into that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because then he could drink it and like, oh, wait, I love swim. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. There's got to be an easier way than $60. $60, $60 a minute. It's like uh, yeah. I could have I I hired an attorney and sued someone for that price. You really could have. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. You know what? In related to dogs, I'm supposed to take our dog to obedience school. That's what my wife wants me to do. She wow. said today she wants me to take him to obedience school where he can learn focus. Although I know she's talking about me. But anyway, <laughs> me and the dog, obedience school. Are you, are, you, are you trying to teach him German? <laughs> I think he's already fluent <laughs> as far as dog German goes. He barks pretty well. They listen to him. They get it. <laughs> Anyway, that's uh, that's all for this segment. Back on the rule of three. Uh, later in the show, we're going to be talking about a very interesting way to catch a fly, and uh, Ben's yeah, got yeah. a Ben's got a great story about that. Uh, but in this segment, uh, it's a story that comes to me, interestingly enough, from a, from a friend, uh, Travis Randall, who was the bass player for Stone Bogart, who you will recognize uh, as the band who did our theme song, uh, "Feel Better." Uh, our theme song of the official rule of three theme song comes uh, comes to us courtesy of Travis Randall. He said uh, he, so he signed so off cool. on the rights. 
So it's I Oh, he did. Yeah. Well, let's sell this thing. <laughs> Not that much just for use on the podcast. No. Oh. No. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, uh so anyway, he posted an article on Facebook, and, and it, it was just intriguing to me. Uh, it, it starts out talking about uh, we'll, we'll po- we'll, we will post, repost the article on Facebook on the Rule of Three page. Uh, yeah. Thorsten Veblen. Any idea who that was? I had no idea who this guy was. I didn't. No, I don't know who Thorsten Veblen he Verblind. was a, he yes, was a he was a sociologist and economist that came up with the notion of the leisure class. Came and up when with did it, he do that? Uh, late when? the late nineteenth century. And makes uh, when, total sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes total sense for it to happen then. Yeah. And and basically, what he was what he was saying was, you know, in in and he was comparing it to medieval times and saying, you know, kings and that you would or, or uh, slave, you know, plantation owners would brag about how many slaves they owned. Uh, uh, kings would brag about how many peasants they had on their land. But in the late 19th century, there was no way to, to measure your wealth and to brag to other people. So they, this is when people picked up things that only the rich could do, like golf. Just signals, right? Yeah, so golf would definitely be something only yeah. a rich person would have the yeah. time and the land. The time and the... I mean, the, 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 the sure. You're playing on land. Yeah, you have Literally, turned like you have not... turned good farmland into a recreation yeah. area, just so yeah. that you and your other rich buddies can make a, a funny snide laughs while they hit balls, and yeah. uh, and drink. I think yeah. drinking is. I actually heard this. I don't know if it's true, but it makes sense. Did you know there are 17 shots in a fifth? A fifth of whiskey is 17 shots. Is it? And that's, is this about golf? Really? That golf is eighteen holes. Is it? Are you saying so? After each, they they play a hole and then a shot and they play. Yeah, that's what it was all about. Uh huh. And then they have to go it's somewhere measured? for number eight. They have to go somewhere for number eighteen. Really? Huh? I yeah. wonder if that's true. We should uh, get fact checker on that. <laughs> that he he would know. He, he would. He be, yeah. He should he know he that. Is, he is a golf expert, though not a whiskey yeah. expert. Um, we uh, uh, so, so anyway, so that was that was one thing, and then you know other, other things, you know, fancy carriages, just other things, just ways to show yeah. that. And, and what he related it to was uh, anthropologically that uh, that that males of different species, like the peacock, that it took a lot of energy and new food. And and yeah, to for a peacock to to develop a big brilliant tail, and the only yeah you're bragging yeah that's all yeah. it was it was just uh, uh, and for some reason uh, female peacocks are uh, attracted to bragging men. Well, it it kind of makes sense. I mean, for if if a guy is just wasting money, and you're in a matriarchal, I mean, a patriarchal culture like that. The woman looks at the guy wasting the money and just assumes well, he must have so much money. I guess. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah it's, uh, I could uh, spend that so much better than he could. Than he could. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I'd like to uh, do that. Yeah. I, I I don't know if female peacocks do that. If they go, boy, that that tail would look great on me. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if they do that either, Tim. I don't think <laughs> they're very small heads. But 
<laughs> yeah, so it's wasting a resource as an act of of a seduction almost, right? Or signaling to to, ever, to, to yeah, it's a it's a status signal. Is that status becomes status. important, and that when you're hanging around with other rich people, it becomes very difficult for. Uh, for, for for you to signal to other rich people that you're richer than them because you yeah. all have the same things. You all have the fancy houses in the Hamptons and you all have the jaunty motor cars and you all... See, I'm putting it in late yeah. 19th century terms. And uh, you, 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 you both uh, uh, have had the Wright brothers bring their flying machine to your front lawn. Yeah, everybody <laughs> has the connections in the, the world. I don't know what else You'll to bring say. That. But... Well, I'm, uh, so, so what I when I go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. No, you go. Well, I was just going to say what what I what I what I found inter- interesting, really interesting about this article was it. It's pointing out of how how after you meet those basic needs, like was it Laszlo that did the pyramid of basic sure. needs? You pursue yeah. status, and it's not like all of that evolved energy and drive just goes away. It just gets aimed. At status, and the other part I thought was so fascinating is they they did all these studies that showed getting wealthy and gaining status doesn't mean you stop pursuing it. In fact, the people who already have the wealth and the status are more driven to pursue status and wealth, which is probably why they have status and wealth to begin with. You know, the very that's that's right. why. So it, it's not like you let off the gas once you get the status and wealth. In yeah. Russia, in Russia, one of the signs of status was very long fingernails. What? Yeah. Oh, I guess that makes sense. See, yep. in America, that would be cocaine that you probably have, <laughs> which is also status. That's extra cocaine money. Or, I guess. Uh, corca- cocaine or cocaine, or you're a goth. Oh yeah, <laughs> which but is not yeah, status. But- no, That's but very, very long fingernails meant that you uh, that you had uh, that you didn't have to do anything. That makes and that's sense. what okay. and, the, and creepy rich old men in Russia would grow long, gross fingernails. So that's. Oh. Uh, but anyway, uh, what uh, Rob Henderson did, he uh, wrote an article here where he applied it to modern day, and this is this is fascinating to me. Is that nowadays things of luxury. I mean, you can you can buy a round of golf for twenty five bucks on a public course. So yeah. so golf, yes, everybody can signal those. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's no there's golf means the fact that you can golf means nothing in the year twenty twenty. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it's everybody can afford luxury car. Well, they might not be able to afford them, but you know they they can acquire them. Yeah, they get them. Uh, yeah. something close. They get yeah. a used one. Yeah, sure. Get it's a used easier one. to show off material status, and this is fascinating what this guy did, uh, or the, and how he came to this. Anyway, keep going. Sorry, I'm interrupting. Oh no, no, no. Go so, ahead. Go ahead. Well, he went to what I thought was interesting. He was raised, you know, what he said, foster the foster system. Yeah, yeah. He uh, was, went uh, into he, the military. Sure, he uh, was your he was your from, typical he was your typical uh, kid that made out color. good that ended up in uh, Yale. Even though, even though he on was a, on a GI Bill, on yeah. a GI Bill, Yale, and that's when he noticed, man, these rich people signal their wealth in a different way now, and the way they signal it is with what? What did he? How did he term it? Uh, beliefs, right? Opinions. Yeah, yeah. The b- b- luxury of beliefs, opinions, and words is that yeah. uh, is that there are certain words that are used that that. that 
or degrees. You know, a sociology degree. We've yeah. talked about this before. A sociology degree it has absolutely no value but a tremendous cost. It's a, you yeah. know, a, a, a sociology degree at Yale, half a million dollars, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Easy, easy. Yeah. Half a million dollars for a degree that's completely worthless. And uh, and that's yeah. that's that's one way you signal it. And but the the thing is, whereas you know, whereas if you belong to a country club, you could you can you know sport the country club jacket. You know, you can the Augusta green jacket. Look, I belong to Augusta. Uh, well, how do you how do you yeah. s- signal to other people that you went to Yale? Well, you use words like intersectionality. And yeah. cisgender yeah. and all these words that uh, the conservatives find extremely annoying are show that you went to a pretty prestigious university and got a completely worthless degree from a different world like it is a class thing like it's a yeah. signaling of class and status it's a leisure beliefs he calls them leisure mm-hmm. beliefs and mm-hmm. i mean i have different words look uh there are all sorts of words that trigger me. The one that triggers me the most now is sheeple. When someone says sheeple, I, I'm i done. <laughs> and that's not a – I don't think that's a leisure word. I think that's probably coming from the other side. All right, sheeple, wake up. Like, oh, so, so I guess what I'm saying is I believe what he's saying. It makes total sense to a point. However – you know, uh, it seems like we're in a world now where we have such a far range of belief and opinion and ideas. Such yeah, a far absolutely. Range that's of beliefs. that's where I saw the flaw in his theory, because because I was raised. I've, I've been a starving artist pretty much my entire life, and uh, but yet I was able to find ways to signal my status and and look down on other people. By um, <laughs> and this is this is going to tie into an earlier show by demonstrating my authenticity. Yeah, yeah, we all find ways. Right? Yeah, is that we is all that? Find oh, ways. yes, yes. You, you, uh, you know, and it was a big deal back then. Vintage bowling shirts. There was a, there was a, maybe a before <laughs> yeah. Charlie Sheen started wearing them. There was there was kind of a thing, and you could actually pay a lot of money for. a bowling shirt that looked vintage however if you found an authentic bowling shirt that was that was you know that was 40 years old that was a status thing yeah that was and for me and for me that's that's the way i would do it is, is like oh oh look at that he's he's trying to dress like me only he bought it at a mall he's not authentic and that's that's how that's how that's how I flaunted it when I when I had nothing. Well, and is it leisure? This idea of what is leisure? I mean, to me, if someone has a sixty thousand dollar pickup truck, that's a lot of money, and that's that's a within their subculture that's showing status. That's how they signal it with with that big truck, or if mm-hmm. it's is you know that's like a Mercedes of some. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? There's all sorts of subcultures with yeah. different ways of signaling yeah. status. And it's look how clean, status. look how clean my truck bed is. <laughs> it's got like long nails, yeah. like long fingernails. A truck bed yeah. that that's never been used <laughs> to haul anything except anything. maybe a cooler yeah. to a tailgate party. 
Yeah. Oh, they'll, they'll haul stuff, but <laughs> if they're into those status. So, but all of that, all of that stuff, all of that stuff is pursuit of status. And I also think that this idea of beliefs has bled over into these different groups. Now they all are saying they've, they've set up their own echo chambers. They're, they've set up their own power structures. And all the subcultures are signaling their own beliefs, their own opinions, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and bullying people with them or trying to right. because they're all trying to capture the flag. They're all trying to be the culture, I think. Anyway, I, anyway, I might just be spouting off my own leisure <laughs> class. <laughs> yeah, but it probably seems, it seems authentic. And uh, that's. <laughs> Authentic BS, yeah. Takes us to the end. Gonna buy you some flowers, gonna write you a note. This is something, this is the right thing. So something, but something, just something to make you feel better. And make me feel worse. I think I could feel better. And we're back on the rule of three. Uh, the final segment, the one we've all been waiting for. Uh, Bent, oh, yeah. you you found a very interesting article about yeah. uh, about someone who caught a fly. Yeah, it's it happened in France, and uh, this guy was at at his uh, the house. I don't think he owned the house. I think he was staying. Well, with no. Family. After he found the fly, he just uh, he gave it to the fly and and backed off. Well, yeah. You get, well, when you read my, the whole it's my story, French joke. it's my go-to French yeah. joke. <laughs> the, the, the surrender, the surrender to the fly. <laughs> oh, he's a very oh boy. <laughs> but he didn't. It's not the maybe, black maybe flag. Maybe he would have been better flag. off if he had surrendered to the fly. Well, yeah, he shouldn't have. He went to. He had one of these electric swatters. Have you seen these? I have. have I s- have. They look like a tennis racket. I, I, I've actually used yeah. one. Me too. I, I used one for the first time last week. Huh. Uh, or two weeks Two weeks ago. And I, I killed like 18 or 20 wasps. Oh, the wow. Yellow jackets. They're everywhere here. They had a bunch of yellow jackets because they had a really mild winter. So they had just a bumper crop of yellow jackets. And I was at a dinner party. And that's what I did instead of talking to people. Because that's I, I'm an introvert, and if you give me a bug killer, I will do that. Over Where, where's your to husband? People. Oh yeah, see the see the dork back yeah. there with the tennis racket. <laughs> <laughs> He's notching up his count on the. Anyway, I I killed a bunch of them with these things, and they're these little. They're they're like a tennis racket, or or a, they're like a racquetball racket, about mm-hmm. like that, and and they cross strings, and it's electric current in there. So he 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 started swatting at a fly, unaware that there was a gas canister leaking from the home, <laughs> and <laughs> blew up the house. It, it was in the village of Parcol Chenot. I don't know how to say in this stuff. Kelly would know. It's southwestern France. Blew up the entire house, <laughs> and we shouldn't laugh. I guess. He did escape. No one got killed. And uh, he just burned his hand a little. Uh, went to the local hospital. He was fine. 
they they you know they treated him there yeah but the house is uh uninhabitable because the roof is collapsed <laughs> and oh. uh meanwhile they didn't give his name which uh i don't know what should we call i don't know what we'll call him well in uh, it, in his defense do you know how hard it is to find a newspaper <laughs> It is. You're right. It's uh, yeah. I mean, that was always that was yeah. always the go-to. There was always uh, there was always yeah. a stack of newspapers somewhere by the back door, and you could just just take up the first sheet there and just roll it up, and you got yourself a handy fly swatter. So that is what it used to be. Now maybe an advertising circular, one of those things, but he didn't have one. Yeah, yeah those are the, those are those those are pretty thin and only come one once a week. So, uh, uh, or, or maybe they don't even do them. In, do they do them in France? Do you get advertising circulars there in Germany? Well, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. I just had one the other day. Hmm? I did. It was I noticed it because there was an advertisement on there for a dog food with a, an acronym, very unfortunate acronym for its uh, nutritional properties, Barf. B-A-R-F. And I took a picture of it. And I need to post that. Isn't that wild? Yeah, they just barf. Anyway. Well, you uh, know, the you know that could be that that could just be the German tendency for frankness. It, yeah. it, it, it's because uh, because I was actually yeah. just talking to this with with my nieces. Uh, somebody pointed out to me dog food economics. Are you familiar with the concept? No. Is that is that a lot of times food? yeah, a lot, when the customer is not the purchaser is the 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 product appeals to the purchaser rather than the customer. And uh I've I've seen it Oh, this totally explains your drone story. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so but it's, explains your drone story. But it's the reason <laughs> anyway. why it's the reason why healthcare does not satisfy the customer because insurance companies pay for it. I don't want to get into that. But as far as dog but, food, the, where it gets its name, is that if if dogs oh. if if dog food was meant to appeal to dogs, it would not oh, be yeah. uh, country stew. It would be oh, it, no. it it would be. Uh, Litter box we biscuits. <laughs> that's yeah. That's what I say. As long as there's a little bit of cat poop in there, they'd be happy. <laughs> exactly. It's and that's what gross. you're saying. That's what you're saying. What, what yeah. would a dog? What, yeah. what would a dog that's enjoy? What, barf, yeah. what, what flavor this week is it? Uh, oh, this I week we're having barf. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That is funny. Normally, that's just a treat. <laughs> but this uh, this dog, you know what we're feeding our dog now? By the way, do they have you seen these? Uh, they have dog food over here made from horse and rabbit. All those wild, they call it wild something or huh. another. We've uh, yeah, I, I, so, I, I I've seen that, but it's usually it's usually uh, uh, the weirdest thing I found is kangaroo. What? Yeah, people are feeding their dogs kangaroo. See, I don't think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, should... I, I think in uh, I think in Australia, kangaroos are, are raised as livestock. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know if you. I don't know if they they get this, the milk and make cheese, kangaroo this, cheese. I don't know what Australians what? do, to be honest with you. But kangaroo. <laughs> you know what? I believe you on this. <laughs> that yeah. You don't know what Australians are doing. <laughs> kangaroo farms. <laughs> but there's a uh, uh, that's crazy. guinea hen. Guinea, guinea hen. I've seen. I've seen venison. I've seen buffalo. Those those are common now. So 
Horse yeah, I've never seen horse. I've back. never seen horse. I have never, I have never. So that that is that is perfect German. It, it's it's probably it's uh, <laughs> probably it's a relic of World War One in the same way that Hawaiians' fascination <laughs> with spam is a relic of World War Two. Is it? I didn't know that either. What? Oh man, I'm learning a lot. That that's what. That's why Hawaiians like spam. Oh. Uh-huh. I didn't. No. Yeah. They yeah. Started they started World have, War they II. Didn't, is they that didn't from have, the rations? Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, oh my gosh, what is well, this wonderful stuff that the soldiers are bringing? And they, <laughs> the soldiers probably were happy uh, to trade it for uh, uh, coconuts. Anything. And, uh, anything. Yeah. So, yep. so this guy, we should get back to the fly story. Uh, they couldn't find the fly, by the way. He, so I, I, they think he got it. They're not sure. <laughs> <laughs> but this kills me. He was sent to a local campsite as his family attempts to repair the house. So they basically just sent him out to a tent. Said, "No, you know what? You just stay. You just stay. Wow. <laughs> you just camp. We'll do it. Not. Oh leave. my gosh! I can see why you wanted to talk about. You can relate to this guy. He is your spirit oh, yeah. animal. Totally. Yeah. It's, that's I right. could just so, see. You know I what? could no. just see your wife. I could just see your wife is uh, <laughs> at the at the dinner party. <laughs> You burn down the house with your little racket, and she goes, "Oh yeah, what are we going to do now, you Ben?" And you said, "Hey, I still got my tent. I'll go camp. <laughs> I'm going to camp." I think she would say, "Yeah, you you better camp." <laughs> Isn't that wild? As his family attempts to repair the house, he destroyed an entire house trying to kill a fly, which I think is could be a metaphor for some people if we got political. That could be a metaphor. Uh-huh. True. Yeah. 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 I be. think a lot of yeah. people, yes. Yes. There, there, is a, there was an article that came out uh, during the 2016 election. They, 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 they referred to the Donald as the Flight 93 option. <laughs> the Flight 93 yeah. it, that option. It was the Flight 93 election. That's what they referred to it as. Because uh, uh, it was just like there's nothing else to do. Let's just uh, let's just let's just crash it. Really, man. Yep. Was it that bad? I don't remember. What that it was that bad? That it was as bad as it is now? I don't remember. In that, that, uh, that, that when, when people that? That, that when people sent the pre- President Trump to Washington. Yeah, I guess is what I'm saying is in light of 2020, it seems like all those other years were pretty good. You know what I mean? Well, compared yeah. to where we are now. Well, sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anything, I, anything. I wasn't been thinking good of Trump. 20. I was, I was thinking of. I read an article in the Wall Street Journal how they were saying the shutdowns were they didn't really work. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you're talking. Oh, you're talking tried about something to kill different. A f- okay, several flight. I just think some of the state, and I don't blame them really, because. Nobody knows what they're doing. You know, they're sure. just scared and they, they don't. But sure. it, it looks like uh, that was kind of a blunt instrument that might have. Uh, yeah, might have been a little might might have burned down the house. Might be sending might, us all might. to the campground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We might be all camping as uh, <laughs> someone else attempts to repair the house. That might be what happens. So and uh, uh, anyway. <laughs> and uh, uh, an attempt to repair the episode, we're going to bring it to an end. Uh, Let's do that. That's, that's all for today, that. folks. Uh, uh, if you like the show, uh, follow us on Facebook. Uh, 
That'll do it. Or uh, uh, go to my website, timslegel.com or Bents. Yeah, bentwashburn.com. And uh, other than that, we'll see you next week. <laughs>